Welcome to Fathers of the Faith for Covenant Kids, where we look back on the church fathers who raised the ramparts which defend our faith to present day. On this episode, we're going to continue our series called Complementarian Kids. In today's episode, we'll talk about how to be a godly boy. So let's take a closer look. My name is Grant, and joined with me is my beautiful wife, Erica. Hello, everyone. And our three saplings. The oldest is Lila. Hello. And the middleest is our Edward. Hello. And the youngest is little Nora. Hello. All right, everybody. How is your day going? Great. What did we do today? Well, we went to church. That's right. It's the Lord's Day. Happy Lord's Day. (laughs) Happy Lord's Day, all you listeners. What did we do this weekend? Um, we went to the pumpkin patch, and we went on these go-karts, and they were so fun. Eddie kept bonking me on them. <laughs> well, he was going fast. He was As trying to pass do. you up. I was like, no kidding. We went I'll to pass. an awesome family farm pumpkin patch hay ride yeah. called Foster Farm up in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful Foster right farm. now. And, yeah. the, and their license plate is Foster. Yeah, yeah. One of their, on their tractors or their truck. Yeah, one of their vehicles. But man, the ride up there, you guys. What were the the trees were pretty boring and ugly, weren't they? No. <laughs> what they were? What did they look like? They are all orange and red and purple. The only ugly ones are the brown ones. The only they were ugly so ones gorgeous. Were the colors the- right now in New England really, really pretty. So do you guys remember what we talked about last week? Yeah. Um, Being complimentarian kids. Remember we talked about what complimentarian meant? I don't a girl compliment each other. Oh, yeah. Right. God created a boy and a girl differently. Not that one is better or worse than the other, but that together they could complement each other and perfectly reflect and mirror God because we were created in God's image, right? They do different things. They have different roles. But together, jobs. yep, and different jobs to do. But together, complementing each other, they reflect a better picture of God as image bearers of God. Hey, Nora, yeah. what should a Christian kid do? Whether you're a girl or a boy, what is our job? Our job is to to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. To glorify God and enjoy Him forever. So whether you're a little girl or a little boy, it's your job to glorify God, right? Mm-hmm. And when you glorify God properly, then you get to enjoy God. If you were to get a toy, but you didn't use the toy properly, you wouldn't be able to enjoy the toy very well, would you? Mm-hmm. If you got a bike and you sat on the wheel and pushed against the handlebars as the pedals, would the bike work like it was supposed to? No. <laughs> and it wouldn't be very fun, would it? No. But if you use the bike like the bike was designed to be ridden, then you get to enjoy it. Yeah. You got to sit on the seat, hold on to the handlebars, and pedal the pedals. And go 100 miles an hour. Sure, sure. (laughs) And that's not going to happen if you're trying to just push on the handlebars. Well, a lot of people today don't want to obey God's design for being a boy or a girl. They want to ride the bike backwards. And then they think it will make them happier. Then you just push on the brakes. Or you run into stuff because you can't see where you're going. Or you're just sitting on a tire, not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So today we're going to talk about what it means to be a godly boy. Which one of you is a boy? Nora? (laughs) Look at him. You're what? 
I'm pointing at him. Oh, you're pointing Eddie at Eddie. is the boy. <laughs> He's our only boy. Yeah. Right. He doesn't even have any brothers. He's only his sisters. Right. That's right. I have one brother, one sister. Okay, so every week the Van Brimmer family has a Sabbath dinner on Saturday night. It's our kickoff to the Sabbath. And part of our kickoff to the Sabbath is a little bit of catechism and basic question and answers with the kids. And each kid has different questions and the different questions that they get to answer. And the girls have a question that is, how does a woman create a Christian culture? And, and we'll talk about the girls' questions and answers next week. Tonight, we're going to talk about Eddie's question and answer. And I'm going to go ahead and read the question. And it is, how does a man build a Christian culture? First of all, do you guys remember what a culture is? Like the world? A culture is the surroundings that you're living in. It's the environment you're living in. Like so, the people. Right, the people, mm-hmm. where people go, what people do, what people's day-to-day schedules look like. That's the culture. That's How not- we celebrate, what we wear, all of that would be a, a culture. And a lot of our culture is not a very Christian culture, is it? No. But Christians are given the task to make the world more Christian, right? To make our culture, our surroundings, our environment more Christian. So daddy's question to Eddie was, how does a boy help build a Christian culture? Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. Eddie, how does a man build a Christian culture? By building, tending, and protecting his home. By expanding the borders of Christ's kingdom and ruling righteously at the city gates. Exactly. So we get the building, tending, and protecting his home part from... The cultural mandate in the book of Genesis, God told Adam uh, to tend and protect the garden, to keep it, right? To make it flourish, to make the rest of the world look like that, right? Yeah. And then, Eddie, where in the Bible do men get the command to expand the borders of Christ's kingdom? Um, What do we call that? The great... The great commission. Yeah, good answer. High five. And that was... Jesus' command to the church, right, to go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching them everything I've told you, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. That's and that is another way how godly boys expand the borders of Christ's kingdom and create a Christian culture. All right, Eddie, what was the last part of your answer? And ruling righteously at the city gates. All right. What do we mean by ruling righteously in the city gates? Um, by, like, like if you're protecting the gate, you should protect them well. Like, if you're sleeping on the job, someone could blast right in. It'll be just True. like, shh, it's easy, easy, Like easy, the easy. guy on Bray. <laughs> so, ruling righteously would be like what, Eddie? What would it mean to rule righteously? Like a king that doesn't rule by torturing the people of the city. So, other than a king, like a president or... Yes. A manager at a store, or a governor of a state, or a pastor. All of those things God has given over to a man to rule righteously, to work well and diligently, and to rule and work in a way that glorifies God. God has given men the responsibility to protect their families. God has given men the responsibility to go out into the world and do a good job reflecting him in their job in the world. 
But what about little boys? How? Because obviously you don't have like a wife and kids yet, do you? Unless no. you're hiding them somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so what? How can a little boy right now, maybe who's seven, eight, nine, ten years old, how can he glorify God? By enjoying God. True. And I think that's a pretty good answer. By learning all he can about God. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. He, little boys right now should be learning the Bible and learning theology because someday they're going to have to lead their families. That's true. But is there some other way that they can practice for manhood right now? What are some things that you do that I ask you to do in particular to lead your sisters? Because someday you'll have to lead your family, right? You'll have a wife and kids. So what do you do for your sisters right now that's giving you practice for when you're older, when you are a man? Since I'm practicing to be a leader, I always read the Bible in the morning. Okay, so you are the one who reads for our morning devotions. Also, what happens when we see our arch nemesis, the arachnid, growing its little web kingdom in the side of the pantry? Who comes and kills that arachnid? Who's an arachnid? It's a spider. Like I know cats would eat Who it. comes and kills that spider for all the ladies? Our cats. When I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, who, even when we were just at the pumpkin patch, remember? That little toy that you guys were playing on, there was a spider. And Lila goes, ah, there's a spider. Who came and killed that spider? Me. Mm-hmm. And that was you practicing to be the protector. So right now... The enemy is just a little spider, but we don't like the spider, and we're very happy that you killed the spider. Someday, you might have an even greater foe that you are going to defeat, right? Mm-hmm. What greater foe are you going to defeat? Are you working towards defeating? Satan. Yeah, you, we're going to work against the evil forces, which would be Satan and his little workers, right? And sin, too, right? And sin in the you world. You being the leader of your family will help them fight sin, and you will fight sin. And in culture, and in the world. Mm-hmm. When you go out in your job, you're going to have to push against the evil the evil things that people do. And so learning to protect your sisters and to stand up for what's good and right and being brave, those are all good ways for little boys to practice. Can you think of any other ways that you're practicing for being the head of your home someday? What about in church? What are some things that we've been practicing in church? Is it okay for you to wiggle around or lean on mom? No. No, what do you have to do? I have to let the girls lean on me. The girls should lean on you. You should not be leaning on us, right? Correct. And the girls don't lean on you, but what we always say (laughs) is that you should stand up tall and straight, and you should be the man. You shouldn't be leaning on mom or trying to get a back rub. You should be standing up straight and tall and showing everyone that you are worshiping God, and that's what you're focused on, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then when it comes time to sing songs, are you just quiet and barely sing? No. What should a man do? He should sing as loud as he can. Mm Mm-hmm. And when it comes time to receive the benediction, do you barely put your hands out? No. How does a man hold his hands? Tall. (laughs) He holds them tall and high in the air to receive the benediction, right? Right. This. That's right. Like this. For all all you who can't see, they're all raising their arms as high. As they can. Right, because you are the leader of your family and you're modeling for all of the other little boys there that are watching you. And there are a lot of little boys in our church that love you, don't they? And they want to do whatever you do and they copy you. So we always say you're modeling for other people how a man should act. And you're learning, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I do some, 
when I do something weird, Dad always comes to me and says, Remember, whatever you do, they do five times worse. <laughs> it's true. You're the leader. And since they want to follow you, they're going to think, Oh, he thinks silly is cool. So let me be super silly because they want to have fun with you and they look up to you. And so you, as the leader, have to be mindful of that and be mindful of your influence on them. This morning, when me and my friend were playing, we were pretending that we were cookie machines and we kept on shooting cookies in people's faces. <laughs> and he did it to my mom's face. Okay. Right. So, there you go. All right. So, we give little boys practice, right? Always practice. We give little boys ways that they can practice being brave, being the leader, being the protector. And so that way, those skills aren't something you just pick up later mm -hmm. and you don't have any practice doing them and you mess up a whole bunch once that boy is actually an adult already. And has a wife and kids of his own. He will have had years of practice leading his sisters and protecting his mom and sisters and leading spiritually mm -hmm. and yeah. learning how to be a strong, brave man of God and paying attention in church. Learning, like Eddie said, learning how to enjoy God, learning how to use our minds mm -hmm. in order to enjoy God. And another big one, Eddie, that we talk about a lot is... It's okay for the man to be spent, to be the one doing tons of work and to always be trying to tend and protect and keep, right? Mm -hmm. That takes a lot of work and a man shouldn't be just sitting around thinking, oh, what toy or what fun shall I just serve myself with now? And then on and on you repeat that. It should be what good work has God given me that I can go do. Not just what, you what know, fun thing. Yeah. What fun thing can I go do to waste time with now? Those always come later, but the hard work comes first. Mm -hmm. okay. So this week, parents, we encourage you to take time with your little boys, teaching them and training them how they can one day become strong, brave men of God and that they might build his kingdom practicing even now. And so that includes very practical things like killing a spider, but also... <laughs> Spiritual things like being the one to lead family Bible reading. Yep. That's our encouragement to you. Thank you for listening. We hope that this was helpful and that you enjoyed it. And we hope that you come back next week when we talk about how to be a godly girl for another episode of Fathers of the Faith for Covenant Kids. See you next time!